wondered what's on the other side. Does it ever question your mind into thinking that there's something more after this life? Join us on Targeting with JK47 as we dive deep into spirit communication. at the Abbey uh, got some cool stuff uh, that's something that didn't want to leave me so I had to have a friend come and help and listen and uh, just verify everything that was happening it was a crazy session his name's Chris I'm sure he'll join us on here uh, but yeah um, let's see my brother's uh, death day is coming up next Sunday so, uh, thinking about him, missing him, um, actually be on, uh, uh, the Orion effect on, uh, RNN network on Sunday at 5 PM, uh, mountain time. So, uh, if you want to check it out, that'll be cool. Uh, on the other hand, another shout out, uh, to my army brother, uh, Fox, the lawn Fox, happy birthday, bro. Uh, I hope it's a good one. Hope you guys have some fun today. Um, what else? Uh, what else? Okay, so um, as far as this case goes uh, with Ellen uh, Greenberg, um, this is going to be my last live session for Ellen's case. Um, just uh, I feel her getting uh, aggravated. Um, I've had that confirmed with other sources. And um, she's ready to move on. So, um, she said she'd come back, uh, on a private basis, uh, if her family wanted her to. So basically, uh, if, uh, family contacts me and wants me to do a session for her after seeing what I've been able to do, then that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll help them out. I, I said, I'd never give up. So I, I won't. Um, so yeah, uh, if you remember my first cold case, the longest response I ever got was like seven seconds through the SB7 was on session 10. That's what this session is. This is session 10. So uh, without further ado, let's get started. All right. So let me share, pull up her screen here. All right. 
So all the information I use uh, is from gavinfish.com. So that's probably where I'm going to look for uh, my next case unless something, uh, unless spirit brings something into my life that wants me to, to look it up, um, which they're known to do. So, but here's the case that uh, session 10 will be on. Uh, Ellen Greenberg was a 27-year-old first-grade teacher at Juanita Park Academy in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at approximately 6.40 p.m. on January 26, 2011. Ellen was pronounced dead. Um, Ellen had died as a result of 20 stab wounds, including 10 to the back of her head and neck and 10 up front. Uh, in addition, there were 11 bruises of various stages of resolution, meaning they happened earlier or later uh, on, on her right arm, abdomen, and right leg. So she must have been a righty, like I said before, and she protected herself with her strong side. Um, despite all the evidence to the contrary and the Medical examiner, Dr. Marlon Osborne, ruled her death a suicide. Yeah. So, I don't even think the Hulk could stab himself 20 times and then... That's such bullshit. Like, how do you do the back to your head? Especially when two of them were considered post-mortem, like after death. So, I don't know. This is a total cover-up. He later admitted that he had originally planned on the ruling of the manner of death, either a homicide or undetermined, but changed it at the insistence of the police. So the police were demanding him to change it because somebody didn't want them to investigate. And if you don't know the Ellen Greenberg case, her fiancé... Uh, is Sam Green Goldberg, Sam Goldberg, and he's a, a producer at NBC. Uh, he, he's now has family and kids because um, this happened back in 2011. But uh, his parents, yeah, his parents went to high school with who is now the governor of Pennsylvania. So during the time of this investigation, he he was involved in the state, and I'm sure that if he needed help, he could get help. Not to mention, um, Sam's uh, dad's brother is a, a well-known prosecutor in Philadelphia as well. And now he's really high up. And yeah, so this is a total cover-up. I don't care. Come after me. I, I, I'm here, dude. I'll go to Fox News and fucking expose all your shit. Because tonight... Ellen, this is her last chance to come through. And if you guys watched the last case I worked on before Ellen's um, with the uh, David Sutherland, uh, he, he was in the Joe Exotic case. He was Carol Baskin's husband. Uh, that TV behind me turned off. So um, it was pretty interesting. So. This should be pretty cool. If you guys can't watch, I understand. You know, it's uh, 12 o'clock here in uh, Colorado. So, you know, you're at work on your lunch break, whatever. Um, you know, it's pre-recorded. Just check out my Facebook. Check out my YouTube, my Twitch. I'm everywhere. Um, you can see all the best clips on my TikTok. So, TikTok, I need followers. Tell your friends. I need followers. I got to get that 3,000 so you can be on the computer and see what I'm seeing. 
So anyway, uh, I lost all viewers on that thing. It's all right. Everybody had to go back to work. So all right. So let's go on. Uh, so Gim Fish, uh, if you haven't been to his website, he reconstructs all the crimes with the help of his wife. And uh, it's quite amazing. So it just confirms everything. Got the family portraits on there. The crime scene photos and videos, autopsy report, every statement, affidavit, everything relating to the case as far as evidence, everything. But what I go to is the timeline at the bottom. So, so on January 26, 2011, uh, there was a blizzard that day. And uh, she must have got up in the morning, went to school, and the blizzard, it must have got pretty bad because, you know, the school's closed. So, on January 26, 2011, at 1.26 p.m., Ellen puts gas in her car. So, that can be verified by cameras, credit cards, so on and so forth. So, we know she's alive at 1.26 p.m. that day. Now, uh, the next thing is on Ellen's phone, Ellen calls Via Tree Restaurant. It's unclear if she was calling to make, confirm, or cancel reservations. But it, it sounds like the restaurant talked to her. So she was alive at 2.30. So the last nine sessions I've done, uh, she has said that she has uh, first attacked or stabbed at, at 3 p.m. So uh, I'm going to ask it here so you can hear it live. Uh, there's no BSing. So uh, then the next thing, Ellen, Ellen sends her final text at 3.47. So if spirit's right and her spirit's coming through and she died at three, then she's already, she's, there's no way she's sending a final text to, to somebody. Um, but, you know, her fiance is still alive. So he might have used the phone to make, make it look like she was still alive at that time. And then um, about an hour later at 446. Uh, so her final text was at 347. And... Last activity on her computer was at 4.46. So that's about, what, an egg timer? Isn't that a full hour he could have set? So he could have cleaned stuff up, and once that timer went off, he know to get on the computer and make it look like she was still alive. So, uh, And then that was confidential source, so probably somebody in the police department. So at 4.50, so four minutes from using the computer last, uh, Sam goes to the gym and uh, on the first floor of the Vincent Loft Apartments. So this is the big thing. Supposedly when he gets back up to his apartment, the uh, like hotel lock with the little hinge thing that you, you know, you put the little bar over. Um, she, uh, he, he said that was locked. So, um the only way to lock that, you know, to make it look like, you know, something something was wrong, uh, you know, I've seen it on YouTube and, and, and on uh, TikTok. You can use a little coat hanger to unlock those things and lock those things. So every time I've asked her, she said, yes, he did it. it that's what he did. So, uh, but anyways, uh, so he left for the gym at 4.50, four minutes after using the computer. So then the next thing is... Uh, Sam Goldberg exits the gym at 526. But looking at the evidence and some of the interviews and stuff, uh, he was wearing boots. Who goes running in boots? So 
I don't know. He must have been lifting, whatever. But I think he was disposing of evidence, getting a shower, washing everything off of him, making himself as clean as possible. Because uh, he exits the gyms at 526. So that's roughly 50-minute workout. And they got security footage of it. I don't know if he came in. You know, it would be interesting to see when he went into the gym, if he came out with the same clothes and stuff. So, um, And then the next thing that happens is at 614, Sam Goldberg calls Kamen Schwartzman. And that's his uncle. So, or his cousin, one of the two. I forget which one is the uh, cousin and the uh, uncle, but... Uh, at 626, Sam Goldberg answers a phone call from James Schwartzman. So, whether that's the cousin or the uncle, I don't know. The last time Sam is seen on video is at 628. Okay, so he exits the gym at 526, and the last time he's seen on video is 628. So, in a magazine article, in between that time, Sam came down to the front front desk, which I don't know why it's not in here. Sam came down to the front desk to ask the guard for help because he can't get into his apartment and because the latch was locked and he needed help. And he said there was nothing he could do for him. So that's why Sam broke the door, supposedly. But if you watch uh, the Gavin Fish's YouTube video on him trying to replicate the, the door break, it's pretty hard to do. So, um, yeah, check that out. So then... After the last time he's seen on video, he, he makes a phone call uh, to 911 at 631 based off of the autopsy report. Um, so that's 631. Emergency dispatchers to Ellen's uh, are dispatched uh, two minutes later. So Cayman Schwartzman arrives on scene at 634. One minute before they're dispatched. So emergency responders respond on scene two minutes later. So Cayman Schwartzman, his uncle or his cousin, whatever, uh, is with him when the police show up. So Sam's covered. He's got a lawyer, uh, prosecutor, you know, he could throw his name around, whatever. So Cayman Schwartzman is present at at some point, his uncle, James Schwartzman, so that's the thing. So James Schwartzman is his uncle, uh, is present. Mr. Schwartzman is a former prosecutor and at the time was the vice chairman of the board of directors of Southeastern Pennsylvania's Transportation Authority. So he had some government thing that, so he was politically important. And, <laughs> and, uh, as of the time of this writing, he is the president judge of Pennsylvania Court Judicial Discipline. So that's who came in Schwartzman is. And then at 6.40 p.m., uh, Ellen Greenberg is pronounced dead. So what do you guys think? Touch something in there. Let me know. This is, uh, this is the last one I'm doing live for her. I, I always keep her pictures up um, on my screen. Um, viewers on TikTok can see that's what I'll be looking at or my last vision before I start the session. So, um, yeah, let's get started, huh? I, I really feel feel bad for her. Let me switch the cameras here. Uh, 
So there it is. All right, so I'm going to set this up. Uh, I won't be sitting on the ground this time because uh, I've gotten plenty of stuff with just my feet grounded. I didn't notice a difference as far as... Uh, thank you, Gary. Cover up. Yeah, I totally agree. Share with your friends. Um, oh, yeah. In the comments, let me put the petition to try to get her case uh, churned over. Uh, if you go to the GavinFish.com site uh, and search up uh, Elaine Goldberg, you can sign the petition there, too. Um, but, yeah, let's get started, guys, because uh, I, I really want to make this last one a good one. So uh, let me get set up. TikTok over so you can see. There you go. And we'll get going here. Is that correct? 
Eleanor Greenberg. On the day of January 26, 2011, what city did you live in? Greenberg. Can you tell me what your job was at that same time? What did you do as a job? Greenberg. On the day of January 26, 2011, what was the weather like in Philadelphia? gas in your car on that day? Eleanor Gringer, can you tell me the name of that gas station? What was the name of the gas station? Helen Wright Greenberg, at 2.30, were you in your apartment at that time when you called the restaurant? Helen Wright Greenberg, can you tell me... Were you attacked after that call? <laughs> so, uh, when, when, when you were attacked, what what room in your apartment was it?
And and when you were first attacked, who was the first one to stab you? You know who stabbed you first? Who was it? Greenberg. Was it Sam that murdered you? Who murdered you? Say it loud. This is our last session. something there, guys. Ray Greenberg. Did Sam stab you in the front first? So Ellen, did he stab you in the back first then? Was it Sam that made your final catch at 546? It was. Did Sam move your body from the bathroom to the kitchen? Up. 
Elliot Greenberg. Is this all a cover-up? Who's the main person covering it up? Ellen Ray Greenberg, is there any evidence anywhere in that apartment now that could help us? If so, tell me where. Greenberg, your parents, Josh and Sandy, do you have a message you wish to have me relate to them? What do you want to tell your mom and dad? Some of the questions again to see if we can get a straight answer, okay? Now, you said earlier on January 26, 2011, in Philadelphia, the weather was what? Same day. Can you tell me what your job was? What was your job? Okay. 
Andre Greenberg. What did he use to, to murder you with? What was it he used to murder you with? spirit box bud scanning through the frequencies at 150 milliseconds so basically any words that come out um, between the time it starts to there it could be between depending on the length of the the response could be uh you know seven seconds so you could go through like 10 different stations so but yeah thanks tech walla for uh, watching appreciate you commenting uh, everybody else, uh, I appreciate you, man. Uh, just keep following, keep loving, and uh, we'll figure out the, the next cold case. Um, I'll be listening to Spirit this week, and I'll try to post it on Sunday, uh, which one we'll be working on. So uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, love you all. Love and light. And thank you, and goodbye. Have a good day.